Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pete Lawler be a big part of the SEN Test Cricket team on Boxing Day. And for the Boxing Day Test, he's also the Chief Cricket Writer for the Australian. And he joins me this morning. Hello, Pete. Good morning, Jules. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, not a lot about... Not a lot of it on the pitch at the moment. Uh, Usman Khawaja, um, the latest, you know, him saying today that the, the black armband that he was wearing was for a personal bereavement. Um, is this story just about done and dusted now, do you think? Or where do we go from here? Well, this story, this issue, I reckon, will go on as long as sport goes on, mm. won't it? Sort of uh, around the, sort of this area. Um, not sure. It sounds like Usman has completely given up on wearing the shoes. Um, and my mail is there still maybe some 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 permissible sort of uh, statement made, but uh, it hasn't been hasn't been ticked off yet. Uh, let's watch this space. It's something that Usman feels very deeply about. Um, He's he's decided to observe the you know um, observe the rules and regulations of cricket and not disrupt the game, which isn't always the case in these situations. If you look back at sort of the great political protests of the past, mm. the ones we get misty-eyed about, you know, Muhammad Ali at Vietnam or 1968 at the Olympics after the 200 metre medal, or even Colin Kaepernick, yeah, you know, they have been quite defiant stances, haven't they, and, and come at a cost. Absolutely. So I just don't understand on this one, Pete. And why can't Usman, Cricket Australia, and ICC just get on a call and just agree to let him wear the black armband? It, it seems ludicrous to me. It does. It, it does really seem like that is overreach, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. All right. Maybe you don't want political. Well, they're not even political slogans, are they? They're human rights slogans. Yep on a bat, but it is hard to see how the black armband is a breach. Um, my reading of it, and, and put me up if I'm incorrect, is he's been found to have breached the rules, but they haven't yet decided on the punishment. It could be up to 25% of his pay. Yep. Is that correct? That is yes. right, yeah. When this has happened in the past, there is precedent with uh, Flower and Alonga. I think it was at the 92 World Cup, mm-hmm. was it? Um, they were found to be in breach, but they weren't fined. And I think that's appropriate, isn't it? Say, so, you know, it's kind of a, you get a bit of a tut, tut, but move on. It's not really that serious. I'd, I'd be I'd be annoyed if they find Usman on that. Mm. That would be overreach. Would, have, would it have been a different story if Usman followed all the protocols and, and went to Cricket Australia and then they speak to the ICC and say, look, I'm, this is, I can't wear the shoes but I'd like to wear the black armband in the test for these reasons. Is the biggest mistake he's made is he hasn't followed the processes and the protocols. Yeah, but well, one assumes that the way it's played out, that had he followed the processes and protocols, he still would have been ruled mm. as not allowed to wear that armband because they've decided he can't wear that armband, haven't they? Um, uh, it's such a grey area. And, and it's a grey area that sport has got itself into, isn't it? 
I mean, as as Usman and the other players argue, and, and the, the team is fully in support of Usman on this stuff, well, you know, um, the sport stood up for the yes campaign. Um, the sports uh, align itself with uh, equal rights for the homosexual community, the gay and lesbian community. The sport's very active in a lot of areas. Um, and there was even a sort of... Um, a very prescribed allowance of you taking a knee during the BLM protests. So this, the sport gets itself into a grey area by saying there are permissible forms of protest or you're making a human rights statement, and then there are ones that aren't, aren't permissible, and the players go, well, there's a degree of hypocrisy here, isn't there? Um, the players say, we weren't consulted when when cricket authorities decided that we wouldn't play Afghanistan as a political pro, as a protest a political protest about the way women were treated there, they say they agree with all of these issues. But what's the difference between this issue and Usman mm. and what Usman's doing? Has he got enough support from Cricket Australia on this one? Well, I don't know. Is it appropriate that you get support in a situation like this if you? I, I believe that you know if you're going to make a protest, you, you know there are consequences. There are consequences to it, aren't there? I'm sure he has. I mean, his teammates have all gathered around him, I, and I think everyone in the team is very supportive of him and in this protest. But this is something that Aussie himself has chosen to do. do. You know him really well. Is there a <laughs> Is it emotionally draining on him, this whole process, or is he able to just to compartmentalise and, and once he's in the nets and, and he's out on the field that uh, he's just locked in and, and it's not taking too much energy away from him? Yes, to both of those things. Um, mm. He was wearing this very heavily and he's wearing this very heavily. He really feels what's happening over there. You know, he's, he's sort of, his heart aches over the death of, you know, over innocent people dying. Um, but... He says the minute he trips that rope, he's playing cricket. Um, and look, elite sportsmen are very good at compartmentalising things, aren't they? They certainly are. That's how they get to be elite sportsmen. Their brain's better than ours, most of <laughs> ours anyway. <laughs> so, um, and he batted pretty well in that second innings. He did on a tough wicket. Uh, we speak to Pete Lawler, Chief Cricket Writer for the Australian, big part of the SEN Test Cricket Commentary Team. I think something that's a little bit uh, less debatable is the actions of young Sam Curran. What, what did you make when you saw that for the first time? Arrogance. That's all I saw. Just arrogance. You know, um, out of the way, mate, I'm going to do it my way. I mean, what, rules aren't for you, Sam? Um, it looked really bad and sounded worse if the transcripts that Tom Morris mm, um, yes. put up the other day are right. Yeah, um, just arrogance. Um just unforgivable arrogance. I, I agree entirely with the ban. You, you cannot treat match officials like that. You have to treat match officials with respect. So is it a bit embarrassing for the Sixers if they appeal this? I mean, should they just not accept that he's done the wrong thing and take the ban of four matches? Well, I'd love to know on what grounds they're making an appeal. Yeah, I, I, what are they saying? Is it a misunderstanding? They're I saying that he didn't knowingly uh, intimidate an umpire. Yeah, well, um, I look forward to them proving that, but the, the way it looks to me is he did. So mm. good luck, good luck arguing that. Yeah, yeah, good luck indeed. Uh, on the on the pitch, heading a Boxing Day, a blow for Pakistan yesterday with the news that Karam Shazad is is going home. Five wickets on debut. I heard 
The news story saying stress fracture. I thought, oh, he's got a stress fracture in the back or he's got a stress fracture in the foot, which is quite common for fast bowlers, but a stress fracture in the rib. It's unusual. That is a bizarre one, isn't it? I've heard of bowlers getting that sort of injury from you know, the rib, like hitting the hip in the, in the follow-through, basically. But uh, no, I've never heard of a stress fracture of the rib before. What a shame. They just can't take a trick, can they, Pakistan? I mean, he looked pretty good. In that test match, in fact, I was very impressed by him in both innings. Um, but it's hard work, test cricket, and it's, they've clearly worn the bloke out. It uh, doesn't augur well, does it? But fingers crossed that, that the Pakistan batters find the conditions a little more comfortable yep. in Melbourne and Sydney. I mean, I, that Melbourne wicket's been pretty spicy this year. I, I, my mail is that they're having trouble winding it back. Mm. So it may not be the case. But uh, my one thought coming from Perth was that there is there is some real talent in that Pakistan batting lineup, but there's not a lot of experience in foreign conditions, and the conditions I was hoping would be a, a little less foreign in the next two tests. But we'll wait and see. Yeah, we're gonna, <clears throat> excuse me, going to get plenty of rain on Christmas Day as well, so it's going to be a challenge for Matt Page. Do you, do you worry how competitive? Pakistan will be in this test match or did you see enough in Perth in glimpses that they they can be in the match for a decent period of period of it? Uh, yeah, I, I have concerns. I have concerns, but being Pollyanna about it, you know, I look at I look at that batting lineup and I like what I see in that batting lineup. Um, you know, there's there's some really good test quality batters there who, as I said, probably don't have as much experience as talent yet in these conditions but uh fingers crossed you know a big hundred from baba or shafiq or one of those chaps or imam al haq who's fresh from his wedding and looking like he spent three days at the buffet um if uh, <laughs> if one of them can get going uh who knows and you know toss goes your way i mean you uh, australia wouldn't have liked to have batted fourth in perth would they no, and we never have. Going. We've won, yeah. and we won four tosses in Perth and batted first every time. So, <laughs> yeah, let's see how much they love playing there if, they, if the boots on the other foot, but against a good attack. But yeah, I actually enjoyed that last that last good. day in Perth. Spicy wicket. I don't think the batters did, and it was probably borderline dangerous, but gets the game moving, doesn't it? It does. So just one before I let you go, the West Indies squad named yesterday uh, seven. Players yet to make their test boo in the 15-man squad. You'd be worried about their competitiveness, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's rotten, isn't it? Uh, and, and look, it's just another... I mean, it's, it's not like we didn't know it, but we're sort of being boiled like a frog here. Um, that the impact the impact of franchise cricket is felt, is, is felt the most upon nations like the West Indies, um, and South Africa, South Africa, who, who aren't taking any test players to play New Zealand because they've got a domestic competition on. Um, this is pretty grim. Uh, and this is probably, this is the reason why so many of us are screaming to the ICC, you have got so much damn money. Can you put it into supporting yep. um, nations who want to play test cricket, who need that money? India, England and Australia don't need any money to play test cricket, no. but the other nations do. They need support. And these are the reasons why we want to have good cricket every summer. Exactly. No, it's a good call, Pete. Uh, hey, thanks so much for your time. Uh, we l- can't wait to hear your uh, dulcet tones on Boxing Day as part of the SEN Test Cricket Team. Have a great Christmas, and uh, we'll speak after Christmas. Good to chat. Take care.